right, so we're going to get started tonight talking about the rapture. Um, and are you ready? And that, you know, it's a lot of talk now because, you know, it's the end days and um, there's lots of controversy on is there a rapture? Is it pre-trib? Is it post-trib? Is it not even going to happen? Pre-wrath. Yeah, there's so uh, many. There's different. so many. And so I'm going to teach. I'm a pre-trib girl and I believe that um, scripture. That's what that's what I believe scripture that's how I interpret scripture and most of the pe- all of the people that I follow as far as pastors um they are pre-trib and so that's how we're going to teach it tonight um and hopefully if you don't believe in a rapture this will help give enough evidence um that will comfort you because that is what the whole all the verses that talk about the rapture they're there to comfort you that you know like it would be like oh Lisa you know we're gonna go through that seven-year tribulation you know I mean so like there's no comforting in that yeah. that we would have to even go through any part of it so um we're gonna just gonna kind of start and the very first thing that people love to say is oh well the word rapture is not in the bible well oh my gosh that um post on Facebook that you put out yes. like that described everything was so good yes and that's I kind of, I got it off this mm-hmm. right here but so like the word rapture is not in the Bible because that's the English word that's mm-hmm. in the Bible uh, Bible is not in the Bible and neither is Trinity those are the English words so like when somebody says that to you I mean it just it's like we are um, programmed to say things and then once you learn that that how how I don't want to say dumb but it is dumb to say that the English word rapture is not in the Bible because it's not in the Bible because it's English Mm -hmm. and the Bible was wrote in Greek and Hebrew so why would an English word be in there so we'll go ahead and start with rapture um the Greek word for rapture is harponzo and so that's the word that you would find in the original text that says it, it's a quick snatching uh, away, a catching away. So that's what that means. And then the next the next thing that happened was it went from Greek, they put it into Latin. And that word was rapture. Mm-hmm. And so that was the Latin. And then from Latin, it went to English, which is rapture. So when someone tells you rapture is not in the Bible, you that's incorrect. Um, that's just someone who hasn't studied that is just not really wanting the truth. Um, they're just wanting to argue. So, um, but you say, hey, you know, you know, Bible and Trinity's not in the Bible either. But, and they'll be like, what? So those are English words. That's why the word rapture is not in the Bible. But the word harponzo and rapture is in there. So, um, but these are to, these verses that we are going to look at tonight are to encourage us and that's why they were, and th- th- they even say, you know, don't be discouraged or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to, co- to, to comfort us that we, and we weren't made for wrath. That's the thing about it. Like, we were not destined for wrath. And, and I have tons of verses that say that. Um, but the first one that I want to look at is First uh, Thessalonians four thirteen through 18. And uh, it's going to... This is what everybody kind of really goes, this is the go-to verse. Um, I am going to add one because I just, it's the verse that I always um, go to. I'm going to add that to ours. So it says, but we do not want to be uninformed, brothers, about the, the ones who are asleep. That's the ones who have died before us, like my dad. He's in a cemetery. That you may not grieve as others do 
who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring him, those who have fallen asleep. Uh, for this we declare to you by a word from our Lord that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with a cry of command, with a voice of an archangel, and with a sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Mm -hmm. So what this verse says to me is that, first of all, we don't grieve when our loved ones... Because we know that um, if they're saved, yes, we'll if they're again. saved, we'll see them again. So my dad's body will rise first. He will get his glorified body first. And so when it talks about um, the ones who are left, it doesn't mean like a lot of people say the rapture and the second coming are the same. And that's not because Jesus meets us in the air. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes back, we're coming with him. <laughs> He, he comes to earth, and he puts his two feet on the Mount of Olives. So these are two different events. He, got, he comes down on a cloud, and we get caught up, uh, snatched up, and we meet him in the air. He doesn't come to earth. And then there's the verse that says, My father has many mansions. Mm-hmm. If it were not so, I would tell you. Um, and he's going to take us where, where he is. Well, where is he? He is at the right hand of the father. And so... That is another thing. When he comes back for the second coming, he's coming back to earth. So we have to understand that these are two totally different events. And and why that's so confusing to everyone, I'm not sure. Um, There will be a generation where not everyone dies. And I believe we are that generation. We are going to be the blessed generation that does not die. Some of us anyway. I mean, we still still have to wait till he comes back um, to get us. But I do believe that that is very soon. And so the next verse I'm going to take us to is 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 52. And it's dark in here and I can't read because I'm old. You need a flashlight. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to start. I'm going to have to get those glasses that have those flashlights on them, you know, that you read, you can see at night. It says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. This is the verse that I was talking. We should not all die. But we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. At the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must be put on the imperishable and this mortal body must be put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on the immortality, then shall come to the pass of saying what is written. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your st- where is your sting? So what that is saying is that we're going to get our glorified bodies. And we can't go to heaven in this body. We have to get a new body that will be able to survive in heaven. Um, and so that is a, it's a mystery. And so not everybody's going to understand it. The Holy Spirit teaches you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit, it's a mystery. And so if you don't understand the verses of the Bible, it is, you know, I encourage you to um, check your salvation. I say that because, you know, God is going to, when he comes back, when Jesus comes back, he's going to find you doing something. You know, if you're a Christian, yes, your sins are covered under, under the blood. 
But what's he going to find you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, is he going to find you in an affair? Is he going to find you um, being an addict or being a drunk or, you know, um, texting someone's spouse? Um, And that's something that you have to understand. Are you going to be licking your own wounds because someone hurt your feelings? Or are you going to be holding a grudge or not forgiving somebody like you should? Um, if If you can't say that you're ready for the rapture, because of your behavior, then you need to get right. Because not that you won't go to heaven if you're not saved, but um, our the evidence of your faith is how you live your life. And so if you're all up in sin and it doesn't affect you, or maybe you're living like the world, it is time to start like, oh gosh, if Jesus comes back and, and I haven't forgiven somebody, or I haven't spoke to my sister in 20 years, or you know, um, I'm in addiction or whatever. So it is time to like look at our lives and say, you know, it's 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 this time. I mean, and look he at our world. Want us to live defeated like Mm-mm. that, and so um, he has a bigger. We need plan. to live a life that honors That's right. God, that glorifies God, and we need to live a life that um, honors the purpose of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I mean, he is coming soon. I just I look at the world and how bad it is, and and I think. You know, in just a small amount of time, our world has really, like, from 2000 and, or from 2020, mm-hmm. it really has That's changed. It, yeah. And so, um, you know, you would you would be a fool to think that we've got lots and lots of time. Um, and then the last one is, as John 14, 1 through 3, it says, Let your hearts not be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, what I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. So he's, he, there's, there's a mansion, and he's coming to take us with him. When Jesus comes back for the second coming, he's coming to us. Mm-hmm. So it's a totally different event, and so that's what I really want to, to stress tonight is these are two this is not the second coming of the lord and um, another difference in the rapture and the second coming is the rapture um, it'll be secret it'll be in an instant and mm-hmm. the second coming it'll be visible for everybody that's right that's right everyone will see um you know and and the, you look at the news right now and and we're talking about aliens we see all these like for years you could never get a clear picture of a ufo well we got all kinds of pictures of UFOs now, mm-hmm. and um, there's so much stuff coming out about this. Yes, and the and it's the government. The government's doing it, and there's people who, when I say something about, it, they'll be like, "What? That the government is mm-hmm. like? You need to get in tune with the world." I know that things are bad, and we 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 tend to not want to listen to the bad, but but if you don't know that the government has says that there's really aliens, um, then you're living under a rock because. You need to get out and, and understand. But what they're doing is this is what they're going to say, that there was this big alien invasion. And that's and where it, we all went. And that's where we all went. Mm-hmm. So if by chance YouTube is still up after the rapture, and they say that Lisa and I and Brittany and Alicia are all taken by aliens, we're all here to tell you that we are not. We will be going <laughs> with Jesus. We are in that many mansions. We're, we're with Jesus. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father in heaven, and that is where we will be as well. 
so yes yes I can I am so ready um and we were all just talking about death uh we've have had lots of July was horrible for my family uh we we had a baby in the NICU my husband lost his brother to a blood clot and then my father-in-law had a stroke and he has a blood clot in his brain um it's been real hard I have lived at UK Hospital, and I don't want to go back there after this. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm so tired of that. There's a song, uh, What a Day That Will Be, and it says, uh, There'll be no sorrow there, nor, no more burdens to bear, no more sickness, no more pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just talks about all of that. Um, I can't wait for that, mm-hmm. where where it is just we are with our Lord and um and it's exciting listen if you don't know about if you don't know about the rapture if you don't know what is happening in heaven while the tribulation is going on here and you don't know what is going to happen in the tribulation stay tuned because i have all of it wrote down tonight we're going to focus on non-christians and why you don't want to be left behind why you do not want to to not go in the rapture uh, because it is going to be like nothing we've ever seen before um and then Next week, we're going to focus on what Christians are going to be doing in heaven, because all of that is told. It's not a mystery to us, because we we have it. And um, I will tell you, there's a sermon series by um, Billy Crone, and he, he has like 12 videos on the rapture. And man, it is, and John MacArthur does an hour through um, oh, that was Revelation. Yes. And it, was it like is a, a jet, jet through. through. Yeah. yeah. Man, it gets you excited, gets you pumped up. And it's and it, easy to understand it the way is. he does it. Yes, so. yes. Like people say, well, Revelation's very, very hard. It is. But in the beginning of Revelation, it says that you there's a double blessing if you read it. And I mean, like most most of your most of your, your books don't say, well, if you read this, you're going to be blessed. And if you follow this, you're going to be blessed. I mean, you're double blessed in Revelation. So it's meant for it to be read and believed. Um, Satan tried to not get us to know what was coming. And so, you know, they put John on an island mm-hmm. so he wouldn't, you know, like no one would hear about Jesus. And what did Jesus do? He showed up on the island and showed John what was going to happen. So when it says that the gates of hell cannot stop what's what's coming, I mean, you need to be excited. You should be excited about it. You should, it says we should be looking up, mm-hmm. waiting like the virgins with their oil. And there'll be some of y'all that don't have oil in your lamp and you won't be able to go on because you didn't prepare. You weren't watching and you won't be able to go. And once that door's closed, it's, it's closed. It's closed. And so you will be here for the tribulation. And if you, um, and the thing that is that is the craziest is there will be Christians in, during the, the tribulation. You will get a second chance. Like you, like there'll be a lot of people like, oh, I thought I was saved. I thought I was good. And, and you weren't. Um, and you will be able to be like, Lord, and, but you will lose your life because what's coming, um, you will be protected from some things. You won't get it as bad. But if you don't take the mark, then the Antichrist will kill you. And um, if you don't take the mark, you won't be able to eat. Mm-hmm. So think of the COVID vaccine and how scary that was because everybody was like, oh, gosh, if we don't take it, we're going to die. You know how panicky everyone was. And then when we thought all the food was going to be gone and all that, you know, there was a. If you don't take it and you don't have a card, you can't eat at a restaurant. That's I right. Mean, yeah. how ridiculous. You're, you are, you are cut off. And or that's you where can't we're going. Keep your job. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. You won't be able to work. You won't be able to do anything. And they'll be looking for you because, um, you know, it, it is it is meant for you to take that mark. He wants you to take that mark. And so those that are left behind, it's going to it's going to be worse than you can ever imagine. Yeah. Um, and so that's when we won't have the you won't have the Holy Spirit. And so the restrainer won't be here on Earth. And so things that he's restraining now, like it's going to be right. coming at us full force or those left behind at full force. Yep. So um, so what is the importance of the rapture? What do we need to know ab- about the rapture? It's the fact that if you are saved, you're going to go. If you're not, you will be left behind. And you'll hear news broadcast come all over the news and say, you know, there's wrecks. And I mean, can you imagine if if half of like a million, I don't even really know. There's not a whole lot because mm-hmm. <laughs> the Bible says very few find the way. Um, so there won't, I'd say half the church is false, um, live in the ways of the world. And so a lot of people will be surprised when they're left behind. Um, and so like in the very beginning, it starts immediately after the rapture. So there's no delay. There's no nothing. So in the first seal, the white horse, and that's the global false peace. So there will be a, 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 a peaceful time, global peace. Um, but that's when the mark and stuff will be set for everyone to take a mark or a chip or whatever. We don't even know what the mark is. AI probably. Um, there's a lot of people who are putting their faces into, into these AI and it's making them so beautiful. I see it all over Facebook. They're like, I'm going to hop on the bandwagon and, and put my face in this AI. And I mean, they're gorgeous. And so that's how enticing mm-hmm. it's going to be. You know, you're, you're going to want to jump on the bandwagon. You're going to want to, you know, uh, probably it's going to, there's going to be some healing and, you know, uh, promises of long life. And I mean, it's just going to promise you. But what you have to understand is that Satan never fulfills what he promises. He's, He's a liar. liar. <laughs> yes. So you have to remember that. So um, then the second seal is the red horse. And it should ha- it's going to happen like so quick. There's not going to be a lot of time. I think some, well, you have seven years to get it done. So, you know, I just think about the last three years. and But there's some plagues that are five months long. Mm. You know, the locusts and stuff that those this tormenting people are five, five months long. So um, before I get into all these seals, what do you want to what do you have over there about like just being ready for the rapture? And um, I mean, I'm excited. Like, I, I don't even want to argue against it. That's what I don't understand is when people say, oh, there's no rapture. Why would you say that mm-hmm. when you have scripture that clearly says that these are to be comforting verses? It makes me wonder, like. So I have in Sunday school there we're kind of a mix mm-hmm. of what we believe and there's uh, several of us that are pre-trib but there's a couple that are are post-trib and so we're going to start studying uh, Revelation in class just to mm. kind of have that open discussion and figure out why they believe we believe differently right and come up with the scriptures so I think that'll be good. Um, so the rapture is for believers. Yep. And so be saved, believe in. Jesus Christ. Um, I think we've already gone over this, but First Thessalonians says, according to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. So this is a good time. You know, it's um, exciting. Um, the children of God are ready for the rapture because of our faith. Um, 
and we have to remember maybe look at the parable of the ten virgins and mm-hmm. so we talked a little bit about that um the before fi- the before the wrath that that's a good i yeah. think that's on netflix maybe i'm not real sure or amazon that. it talks about the marriage supper and, and or not the marriage the ceremony and how in Jew- you have to know what Jew- why jesus used a marriage ceremony as an example of the rapture so you have to understand that culture before you can understand that the bridegroom goes away for mm-hmm. a little bit while the bride and the bride has no idea mm-hmm. when he's coming back to get her and his father is the only one because he's going back to build the house he's building onto the house so she can move in and so in the middle of the night the father will wake him up and and she has to be ready and dressed because she knows that it's going to take about a year so every night she has to, and so did the people go into the wedding ceremony mm-hmm. because it's seven days. And once that door shut on the wedding ceremony, you can't get into the wedding. And that's just Jewish culture. Mm-hmm. So if you're not ready at 2 a.m., whatever, whenever the father tells the son to go get his bride, he goes through the through the town blowing a horn, and then they all go, and then they lock the door for seven days, and no one gets in. So it is it is a big deal. It's called Before the Wrath, and you need to watch that. So I recommend that. I still need to do that. Yep. Um, Jesus came. He He's the perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, he removes sin from the human race. God knows that uh, we have a sin nature, and our sin nature will not uh, be taken away until we see Jesus. And so... Um, there's a, some people question, you know, if I sin, am I going to be able to be, am I going to be in the rapture? And so yes. there's no way that you can't sin. You can be perfect and yeah. not sin. And so 100% of the believers are going to be I, Somebody in my in, Sunday school class said the other day, like they were talking about, well, somebody had bought so many, they had went to the store before Sunday school and they were like, this lady was buying um, lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, I'm not real sure why. You know, if like if I gamble, am I, what you have to understand is your sin is covered. And that's not a, a, a way to a sin. Like, but not everybody. Like, for example, I, I've said this before, but like if someone has a problem with alcohol, then, of course, they don't they don't drink. You're not supposed to get drunk, but you shouldn't touch alcohol. But that doesn't mean that you can't touch alcohol. Right. So like when you look at somebody, you're like, oh, she's over drinking. That's not her struggle. So, you know, you're that at that point you're judging, you know, and so you have to be really, really careful with that because we're all different. Not all of us are gamblers. Not all of us are um, drug addicts. Not all of us have the same struggle. And so you're going to sin. You're you're to be, become more like Jesus. But whatever sin you do is covered by the blood of Jesus. And and that is not a way to just say, oh, well, I'm going to go sin and ask for forgiveness later because you'll be disciplined. I mean, the Lord disciplines. And when you are, when you realize that the struggles that you go through in this life is, that's the discipline of the Lord. Um, and even if we've been set free, we still have a sin nature. That's right. And so you can't get away from that. And the only way that you can get a, possibly get help with that is through the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and walking in the Spirit. And so Romans seven fourteen, even Paul, um, he confesses his sin as a, a believer who wrestles with sin. That's right. And so Paul realizes he needs help because he decides to go um, to do good, but sin trips him up. That's right. He had a thorn in his flesh. Um, and so I know a lot of us feel like we love Jesus. We believe in the Bible. We want to do good, but it's still so hard for us to That's even right. um, get away from it. If you don't walk in the spirit, then you 
carry out the desires of your flesh and that's the thorn in your flesh that's whatever you struggle so the only thing that restrains you from doing sin that you want to do is the holy spirit is learning to live with the spirit and even the lord will convict me my holy spirit he'll convict me of things i say and stuff like so even though i love the lord so much and and you know i walk in the spirit i still sin with my attitude and my thoughts like things i don't say out loud i think in my mind i mean those are still sins um like when i want to throat punch somebody you know I, i'm still trying to learn my my calmness and not to react in the flesh and there's just so much that we will we, never get there it's a process you'll sin less as you get older but you will still sin and um because there's only one perfect man so there's Romans seven uh, fourteen. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Mm-hmm. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good I will to do, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. That and was that was Paul. <laughs> He's like, I want, to, yeah. I want to do good. But I, I don't always do good. I mean, you know, you want to, you should hate your sin. And he was an incredible man of yes, God. Yes, he like, was. There's he not was. too many, there's probably not anybody else. I mean, really, seriously. That was as yeah. admirable and incredible. Um, and that he he admits himself he can't do it alone. And he has to I have. think you get humble mm-hmm. when you, like for me, um, Lisa always talks about how, like I talk about my sin, but I'm so humbled because of what the Lord has rescued me from. Mm-hmm. But I still, I, I can tell you, like a lot of people can't tell you that You're they're so sinful. honest about it all. Well, it's because I've, he has delivered me and I see how rotten and gross I am. And, and I still am, you know. Um, I have a hard time taking a compliment like, you know, oh, I want to be bold. Like I'm still sinful, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I still get it wrong a lot. And that's a lot of times when people on the outside looking in they'll be like uh, you know well you're a hypocrite well no I still sin I need Jesus I need you and I'm just trying to make everybody understand they need Jesus too so it is a battle it's a constant battle um revelations 310 is a verse that I hold really close to my heart um I learned this from uh MacArthur John MacArthur um but it says it's revelations 310 and it says because you have kept my word about patience endurance I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. So that right there tells me that I am not going to be for the trial. It, it really, this is it, in the King James Version, it says wrath. But um, we are not called. I, I didn't. I don't have my phone with me, so I don't have my um, those verses that I talked about how we are not destined for wrath. Um, um, Romans eight one. Therefore, uh, there. Oh, therefore, now there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk accordingly to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Yeah, so you can just even like Google some of uh, like we Which are one not. Did you want me to look up? It's the one that you said that that where I gave a huge description on the rapture and stuff. Like I have verses in there that say, um, 
you know, we're not destined for wrath. So if you just want to look those up, you could you can Google them, and they will give you like all the verses that say that we will not receive God's wrath. Well, and that there's a certain point in uh, Revelation where the church is no longer mentioned. Yeah, after right? chapter three, you do not hear the church anymore. It does not come until after like, and that's what I don't understand. Like, how how can people say that it's not pre-trib? When the church isn't even mentioned, mm-hmm. not even mentioned in in Revelation, so um, so there's a there's a bunch of seals that happen. There are seven mm-hmm. seven seals. Um, yes, so you got the white horse, which is the global peace. The red horse, which is war, global war. Um, the black horse, which is famine. Uh, the pale horse, which is death. Um, there'll be so there'll be war, famine, plagues wild beast because not only are you hungry the wild beasts are hungry too so like there's nothing to eat and so they're going to be coming in and and people will will die from wild beast um there'll also be global uh, on the fifth seal global persecution um it's called the altar of souls and this is where they are like chopping kind of like your heads off this Mm -hmm. is kind of like if you don't take the mark then this is where you will have your head. And, and I don't know if you know this or not, but they have just reinstated the, is it guillotine? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, It is like they used to, they banned it from punishment. And so now they've actually brought it back. Where's that at? Um, like in our government. Our government? Our, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So um, then we'll have a global earthquake. So like we think of earthquakes as like 5.0, 6.0, something like that. Like this is going to shake everything um the sixth seal you'll have asteroids the sky recedes mountain and islands removed from their places so with the earthquake the earthquake will be so bad that it will actually shake the islands and everything will be shook um the moon will will turn will be blood red and the sun turns black that's why when people always talk like oh gosh the moon's turning red like we're not in the tribulation, mm-hmm. you know, we're not there. The seventh is silence in heaven, um, half of an hour. It's kind of the calm before the storm. So we, we're going to think that, or whoever's left behind those first seven seals, you're going to think, gosh, this is horrible. It's just getting started. Um, and then the trumpet judgments, hell and fire, a third of the earth, trees and grass will be burned up. Huge asteroids, a third of the sea dies, third of ships are destroyed. So an asteroid will hit, hit, the, hit the seas. You'll have blazing comets. Um, a third of the rivers and the fresh water will be bitter and man, many people will die. Um, just in that, so you're going to have people dying all the time through all these plagues. Um, there'll be people who survive these things. So um, that's what's so crazy is that there will be people at the very end of the, of the tribulation who still will not call on the name of Jesus. They will refuse. They'll beg the rocks and stuff to fall on them, um, and God won't allow that. Tell them about the angel harvest. Oh, yeah, that's coming. That's at the very, very end. Um, And then so you've got solar, um, the sun and the moon and the stars, um, and and only a third of the day will be night without light. There won't be any light. So so some of the, the moons and the stars... And the sun will be struck, and there won't be the light. Like, it's going to be complete darkness at some point. Um, Satan releases demons. And, like, it's called locusts, but those are demons. They're not, um, they're not like little bugs. Like, these are demons. They actually have a body. Um, and people with the mark 
if you took the mark, they will torture you for five months. This seems like crazy. Like, this doesn't even seem believable. Um, but this is what's happening. Um, on the sixth uh, trumpet, four angels loosed, and that's the when the Euphrates River dries up, and he will kill. they will kill a third of mankind. I mean, there's just death everywhere. We think it's bad now. Um, and they will want to die. They will cry out to die, but God will, will not allow it. And then immediately there will be bowls judgment, bowl judgments. The first will be an ugly, painful sore on the people who receive the mark. So, like, if you're a Christian at this point, if you have, you know, not taken the mark, um, you will not receive these things. But like I said, and then you'll stand out even more. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because, because you won't not, have you'll yeah. hide. Yeah, but but you know you'll. Can you imagine how scary it's going to be with locusts flying around? I mean, it's kind of like the plagues of, you know, the Israelites when God, you know, was trying to get His people free. You know, everything that He did, um, the sea will turn blood red, and all the sea creatures will die, all of them. So can you imagine the sea? What the sea will look like with dead fish and whales and sharks and dolphins? I mean, dead. All the rivers and fresh water will turn to blood. The sun scorches people with fire. And people will curse God. They still will not repent of their sins and um, cry out to Jesus. And then the kingdom of, on the fifth bowl, the kingdom of the Antichrist plunges into darkness. And so there will be no light, complete darkness. It's that's the craziest thing. Like, I don't know, like at my house, we don't have solar lights or anything. And so like I have fallen over everything. I fall all the time because we don't we always say we're going to get good lighting. But it's like, you know, or if your husband turns the lights off before, you know, before you get to bed and you're like trying to feel for the bed, it's complete. That's that's how it's going to be. And then um, the Euphrates River will completely dry up and then. That is the, the that will prepare the way for the kings of the east for the battle of Armageddon. Um, this is what was so crazy for me: three evil frog-like spirits will deceive the world. Okay, that is Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Frog, frog-like spirits. I've never heard that. Frog-like spirits. Y'all need to go look that up because I mean I know a lot of people talk about all the reptilians, but why would it say? Three evil frog-like spirits deceive the world for um, for um, uh, deceive the world for Armageddon out of the mouth of Satan, Antichrist, and the false prophet, which is the Pope. So uh, that's weird for me, um, and that is that is in the sixth bowl. So research that. That's crazy, and then the seventh is the final pronouncement that says it is done. The greatest of all earthquakes will happen at this time. Um, it will, and, and everything, a new look for Jerusalem, it will split into three and all of the cities will collapse. A cup of wrath is, is poured out for Babylon. All islands and mountains are gone. So there will be no more islands and no more mountains. I mean, we're talking total destruction of the earth. And then the Battle of Armageddon. This is the one that I have I have. I mean, MacArthur, when he taught on this, blood as high as hor the horse, like, you know, um, the br is it the bridle that goes into the mouth of the horse? It's about four feet from the ground. For 200 miles, it will be full of blood all the way up to the horse in blood because of all of the, the, of the destruction. 
and they're trying to take on God. And so here's what she was talking about. So there is another harvest. This is the angel harvest of the righteous. So there's going to be people who are who will make it that are that are, have believed and did not take the mark. They will be scooped up. It's called the angel harvest of the of the righteous, and God will scoop up a third of the remnant of the Jews or Gentiles still alive that that got saved during the seven years. So it's almost like a second rapture. It's called an angel harvest. But this is what's scary. Where is that part at, the angel harvest? It's the... I'll have to get that for you in just a little bit. Um, And then there's another angel harvest for the unrighteous. And if somebody by some miracle makes it through the seven-year tribulation and you still have not accepted Jesus Christ, the angels are going to scoop you up and throw you straight into hell. It's just crazy that that, um, somebody would try to put the church into the tribulation for this because there's no way that the Lord would allow us to go through any of that. It's nuts. It's crazy. So when somebody says that it's not pre-trib, I don't understand that. So you're telling me that we're going to go through earthquakes and comets and hell, a hundred pounds. I mean, this is all described. And um, I, I just don't understand that. Like it is, it is, it goes against scripture for you to put the church anywhere in the tribulation. Because then, I mean, in, in the verse that says, you know, my father has many mansions, and if it were so, he, then he would have told us, and that where he is, we're going to go. Mm-hmm. And so did Jesus lie to us? Because if, we, if, if you don't believe in a pre-trib and you think that it's post-trib, is when a lot of people think that we're going to get caught up, meet him in the air, and then we're going to, well, where's our horse? Where do we get our horse? Because mm-hmm. we're in fine linens. We have reward We've we'll already have been with our loved ones. That was another thing that I had um, read about is the fine linens. Like, why would he have us in fine linens if he that's wasn't, our reward? Yeah, that, well, yeah. Where would we get that in yeah. the air? Mm-hmm. No, we go back to heaven, and we get our. I mean, we will be on a horse when Jesus comes back for the battle of Armageddon. We come with him. We are part of his army. So. We are not in this tribulation. I hate that people believe that and think that, but like there is no way from the very beginning, it's, you know, the sores and the, that is not what he has destined for us. We have reward and, and, um, what, what, what were the, what would these verses do to give us hope? I mean, that's not hopeful. Oh, you're going to go through wrath. That's not hopeful or encouraging. And so these verses were meant to comfort the Christian um, so, we, so we know that we don't have to go through this. And that's, that's why we want, you know, it's not supposed to scare you, but, like, if you aren't saved, you need to get saved because time's running out. We don't know the day or the hour that the Lord is coming. He could come tonight, and if you are left behind, you go through every bit of this. And, yes, if you survive and make it through the, the angel harvest of the righteous, Good for you, but you'll be scared to death. Could you imagine the anxiety and the depression that you would have? I mean, there's no doctor's appointments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no, I mean, when the, when the mountains and the islands are completely gone or the ocean, everything in the ocean is completely dead, there's no vacation. Like, this is, this is horrible times to live Hell in. Hell on earth. Hell on earth. And, like, we've never even seen it. Comets flying from the, from the sky and bulls on somebody you know who took the mark complete darkness 
there's it is nothing to play around with. And 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 I think the problem with the church is that they're afraid of revelation because it's prophecy and a lot of people oh I don't believe in prophecy. Jesus was was they prophesied Jesus. Then do you believe in the Bible? I mean, you you can, a lot of churches won't like my Southern Baptist church as a child, we didn't talk about it. They didn't they weren't a prophecy church. So that's why it's been so hard for me to have to learn it on my own because nobody wanted to teach it. Well, that's a third of the Bible. And there were 308 prophecies that Jesus has. I think it might be a different number, but I'm pretty sure there's like 300 and something where in the Old Testament would say that this is this is what Jesus would do. He fulfilled every one of them, not, not some of them. He fulfilled all 300. They prophesied when he would be born, where he would be born, you know, everything that he would he would be betrayed. I mean, t- everything. It was prophesied. So don't be afraid of prophecy because that's how he got to where Jesus was. That's how. That's why. Uh, was it Anna? Was her name Anna that had had been waiting on Jesus and then she was in the temple. Yeah. yeah. So she knew some of those prophecies. And, and so, uh, Simeon. Yeah. Simeon. So I mean, there was. Yeah. He said he he could go ahead and die now because he'd mm-hmm. seen the Messiah. That's how he knew was because of those prophecies. And so, if you're scared of prophecy because you don't understand it. Spend some time in the Word. Spend some time with um, Billy Crone. He really, this is where I got all this information. I mean, he goes really, really quick on on one of them. Um, and, you know, and then he even goes, he even goes to what we'll do this next week about how, why we're, what we're going to be doing, what the Christians are going to be doing in heaven. So we're not going to be up there with fat angels sitting on clouds. Like, you know, why would the world depict an angel as looking like a little fat baby? Because they don't want you to know what the real angel looks like. You have to understand that the world has painted a picture where we can't believe mm-hmm. what the Bible has. It, everything has desensitized, as we talked about that last week. How That's Satan's plan. He doesn't want you to know that wrath is coming. He wants you to think that it's a bunch of bull. And so it is time. I just pray that the Holy Spirit reveals to you that wrath is coming. I mean, it's right around the corner. And you're you're running out of time. And I just can't imagine. And I have security in my salvation. He wants us to be secure. In our, like, you should be able to say, I am going with the rapture. And if you can't say that, then you need to look at your life and figure mm-hmm. out why you can't say that. Because you should know 100% that if Jesus came back tonight, that you would be going to heaven with him. And if you can't say that, that's because of sin in your life. And that's the sin you need to lay down. And the road to heaven is a relationship with Jesus that's Christ. Right. That's it. That's, I mean, he, you can come as you are. You can come right now and tell Jesus, like, I, I, I confess I my sin. The yes. thief on the cross, yep. he, was, he believed yeah, he in believed that it. moment. And Jesus said, you'll, you'll be, be with, with me in paradise. paradise. That's right. And you can come to him and say, um, I believe in you, Jesus, and I confess my sins. Now, confession's not just one time, and it's not definitely to a man in the Catholic Church. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Um, it is to Jesus Christ. You confess your sins daily. I confess my sins every night. And if by chance I fall asleep on the couch, you better believe the first time I wake up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. or in the morning, I'm confessing my sin. It's a daily confession of falling short. Um because you want whatever sin you've committed to be under that blood, and it's taken care of. But if, let's say, the rapture comes and you have unconfessed sin, you'll deal with it with him. You have to stand in front of him. 
And so you want your sins to be covered under that blood. You want them to be confessed and covered under the blood. You don't want to take none with you to because you'll have he won't let anything go in that's not being taken care of. And so it will affect your treasure. And I think we'll be very ashamed when we stand in front of Jesus and we're like, man, I could have done so much more. Yeah. Or I think there'll be a TV that shows what we could have had. And you'll be like, man, I could have had such a better life. But I, I sat down for seven years or I didn't believe or I, you know, got tired or I got a divorce or, you know, somebody hit me or, you know, licking your wounds. He wants you to, to lay every bit of that down and trust him and let him pick you up out of the ashes and he I doesn't mean, want you to live defeated he doesn't mm-mm. want you to give in to your sin and uh, live in that life um, because we're called to be victorious that's right and if you do fall into sin you get up get back up you ask for forgiveness Repent. and you get back up you don't continue in it you don't say oh well gosh I've really messed up now I've really messed up in my life I have re- I have almost lost it all and I believe that that was discipline from the Lord um because he, he wanted something better for me, and I just was living like the world. And so he let me go far, far down. He came and rescued me, and it took me a long time to get back up. But there is no sin that is unforgivable, um, only to reject Jesus. And then that is, um, you know, that's the unforgivable sin where you end up in the lake of fire with the three frog-like spirits, whatever that is. I'm yeah. going to have to really research that. But um so if you haven't accepted Jesus, I I beg you to uh, listen to some sermons. If you don't want to listen to it's me. It's a free gift. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to listen to me and Lisa, listen to somebody about the rapture um, mm-hmm. and know what's coming. Don't be caught off guard because Jimmy you. Jimmy Evans, oh, uh, yeah. Jack Hibbs, they have some good oh, podcasts. Yeah. There's so many. The Priscilla Shaw. I mean, just go and type in rapture on YouTube and um, preacher, pre-trib rapture. And then, you know, listen to what they're saying and pray that the Holy Spirit opens your eyes That because it, it's a mystery right now to you. So you probably don't understand it. Um, and so you have to pray that the Holy Spirit teaches you. He's taught me everything. That's why he's my best friend. I would never have said that the Holy Spirit was my best friend um, <laughs> before because that sounds so corny. But, like, he has taught me to pray. He has taught me his word. Um, and, of course, the Holy Spirit is God's spirit. And it's three in one. You know, it's the Trinity. Um, G- but G- when I say Holy Spirit... I say that because that's who's living in me. But, like, I can't wait to get to Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's the same person. It's his spirit. But his spirit lives in me that guides me and teaches me. That's the spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit's job is. But King Jesus is the one who died for us. And it's it's confusing if, you, if you've not been in church to understand the Trinity. But um, just start with asking the Lord to open your eyes and to have the Holy Spirit teach you the mystery of his word because it says it very clear. The world says we're fools, mm-hmm. and and we are. If Jesus didn't die and raise from the dead, we are the biggest fools ever. But I'd rather be that kind of fool. Yeah, but I've tasted him and seen that, he, that he's good. You know, when he shows up and he shows up and he shows up and he shows up, and he, you know, and it's he, he fights your battles. He does everything for you. Um. It says taste and see that that the Lord is good and He is and we we serve an amazing God um, and it's just I couldn't imagine one day one second without Him so um, there's I pr- no hope no nope He is the hope so I just pray that you um, 
that you pray that prayer and ask because we're running out of time. And I, I mean, I'm not, this isn't who I am. We look at each other every week and we're like, we are doing things that we would have never done. There's no way I would be sitting here right now. (laughs) We're talking about doing a women's conference. Yes, right, right. And it's just, it's crazy what he asks you to do and and you're scared and you're nervous, but. He's got a sense of humor. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. He knows. He knows. <laughs> she tells and me all that. I'm like, I'm really makes... gonna, t- I'm really gonna speak at this women's <laughs> conference. You really are. You really are, because he's called you to it. So, um, and there's blessing after it. So, being obedient. So, I pray that you get into the word this week, and we will be back next week, and we will talk about what we're going to be doing de- in heaven mm-hmm. during the tribulation when all hell breaks loose. 